What is up, everybody? Welcome to episode number six of Muha's Moneyline. As always, I have Alan Miskowski on the show. I made sure to give you a, your introduction this time. Thanks, Kyle. You're the best. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, but just kind of recapping what was going on last night. Last night was pretty crazy. FanDuel and Pat McAfee did a crazy FanDuel promotion. And it literally just, my Twitter feed from a betting side was just absolutely filled to the brim with that stuff. And unfortunately, I tried to get you on the promotion, but just ran out a little bit of time to hop on it. Yeah, I downloaded FanDuel. I went for it, and I did it too long, too late. It sucks, because the, what the promotion was, was every time 250 people bet on the Colts, it increased their point spread by one point. So by the time that they closed out the betting thing, they had plus 51 points on the game for the Colts versus Saints. Which is insane. Which is insane. It's just like, you guys are going to lose money on this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a brilliant idea. It got people talking about it. It's a gambling unicorn that we're never going to see again. <laughs> and I am so pissed I missed out on it. It was, yesterday was my birthday and I feel like that was a birthday. Oh, FanDuel knows, dude. It was a birthday gift from the betting gods and FanDuel. So I appreciate that. Very good. So hopefully, maybe they do something for like a half birthday or something like that to where they do another crazy promotion, because my eyes are going to be scouting for one of those again. <laughs> Eagle eye. Yeah, exactly. The only thing that sucked was it was a $50 maximum bet you could do it. <laughs> so they knew that shit was going to be going crazy. They're like, all right, we can't lose too much money on this. <laughs> If not, dude, I would have thrown every bit of money that I had on that thing. That would have been the best thing ever if the Saints would have beat them 52 to nothing. And it was scary at one point. <laughs> I was watching the game in the living room, and it was like, holy crap, man. They're down 34 to nothing right now. Are they even going to put a point on the board? And uh, luckily, they ended up winning 34 to 7 or whatever it was. So, escape that disaster. That would have been an all time. All timer for I, sure. I had already had a terrible week of bets, and that would have just been the final straw. Oh, yeah. That would have been the, the straw that broke the camel's back. <laughs> exactly. Not so much the King Parlay Killers, the Sacramento King Parlay Killers, as we like to call them around here. They did actually win me a parlay on Sunday. So, I, I still have some distrust. I, I don't even know what word I'm looking for here, but I don't trust the Kings still. Even no. though they wanted me a parlay, but they destroyed more parlays than they won. Here's what I figured out about the Kings so far. When you think they're going to get blown out of the gym, they stick around. And when you think they're going to beat a team, they lose. Very valid. So very valid. That's like, if you that's, keep that focus going. <laughs> that's very spot on, actually. <laughs> that's their just MO this year. Yeah, and for those listening at home, I don't know if uh, you can you can hear it in Kyle's voice, but this is kind of like a fl Jordan flu game for him. He is coming and he is doing this podcast under the weather. And that's part of the reason on why I didn't do one yesterday. I was just like, I feel like such shit. Still do, but... Once you get the bed and juices going, it, it brings a little pep in your step. <laughs> so I did want to bring this up for you. Um, this is your sixth episode. And I've been seeing some of the stats on, on this episode, <laughs> these episodes in particular. And you have a huge fan club in Silver Springs, Maryland. Shout out to Silver Springs. So those out there listening to Silver Springs, that's great. And then uh, St. Joseph, Michigan. Both those places are just loving your 
your podcast. Which is crazy because I, I mean, everybody could bet, but I don't know if it's legal in those states. So hopefully, hopefully <laughs> uh, the government's making strides and maybe that's something we can start advocating for those places to help them out, get on FanDuel, get on DraftKings <laughs> and uh, really help push that uh, movement forward. But awesome. shout out to Silver Springs and shout out to uh, St. Joe. <laughs> Anyways, so we're gonna do we're gonna talk about each matchup tonight, particularly with the NBA. Um, there looks like there's six games tonight. I'm not the biggest fan of the slate tonight. Me neither. I'll start off with that. This is one of those where I feel like I'm gonna do. I've got a couple bets in for pre betting, but I'm probably gonna be checking in throughout the night to see the patterns of the game. If, say, the Pacers get up by 20, I'm going to be throwing all in on the Lakers, you know. Um, but, yeah, this is kind of a touch-and-go kind of situation. There's a couple games where I feel fairly confident. I'll just start off. I don't know if DraftKings is the same layout or the same order as this, but the first game I have listed is Lakers versus Pacers. Yes, which is a tough matchup. you got the 24-3 and Lakers versus the um, – 18 and 9 Pacers. Pacers, even without Oladipo, they've played pretty tough this year. Uh, but I do like the Lakers. I, I'm always a money line better. I just don't like messing with the spread. But I do feel like the minus four with the Lakers, that could be a good bet. I agree. And I, I really like the – it's minus 105, which is pretty much straight up money, which is great. But I also went money line for the 186. I don't know if that's your line as well. Uh, mine's 190. Mine's 190. Same thing. So yeah, yeah I, I went the I went the money line on the 186. But it looks like Anthony Davis is a game time decision tonight. So that could persuade that could sway you one way or the other. Uh, Rondo is a game time decision. Um, Kuzma's out. So it's pretty much the LeBron James Lakers you're getting tonight against yeah. the Pacers, which is enough. Yeah, as long as, if he's bringing the twenty-eight, seven and seven LeBron, like you got a chance to win every game. every game. Um, and then on the other side, the Pacers—they're really not missing anybody. It looks like the only game time decision they have is Jakar Sampson. <laughs> I'm gonna really have to sit down and think about that one now. <laughs> I don't even know who that is. I mean, either, but that's the that's on the injury report. Um, so. We're both taking the Lakers on that one. Next, I have Kings and Hornets. Yep, that's what we have too. Um, I'm actually not placing any bets on this game, but if I was to throw money on this, I think I would take... My heart says the Kings minus 200 money line, but I, I feel like this is just one of those coin flip games that could go back and forth. So I would consider this game to be a game the Kings should win. Yes. Would you agree with that? Yes. So I'm going to bet the Hornets in the money line at plus 160. <laughs> I do like that logic because when we did start, we you did mention that teams that they should beat, they typically lose against. So you're staying true to your words, staying which I appreciate. It. And it looks like record-wise, the Kings are – let me see if I can find them here. Um, they're right now in the seventh spot for the NBA, for the playoffs. What's their record? Like 12 and, and 14 for the Western Conference, which is crazy. And then uh, the Hornets right now are 12 and 17. So it's almost a straight up matchup. Yeah. I like the Hornets, especially at plus 160. I think that is worth at least throwing maybe a couple bucks on. But again, I really don't see myself touching this game at all tonight. Um, Sacramento has De'Aaron Fox, who's a game time decision tonight, which would this be his first game back? I feel like he's been out for a while. So that could be a good thing for the Hornets. 
in all seriousness, get them getting a little vibe back yeah. with, with him. Um, also for the Hornets, it looks like they have Batum is a game time decision and Marvin Williams is a game time decision. PJ Washington is out until the end of the year. Hmm. So it is an under it's an understaffed Hornets squad. <coughs> okay, so next on the docket here, I have Atlanta Hawks versus New York Knicks. Yep. This is a game where I feel like you could go back and forth with either team two, but for some reason, like the Hawks do suck, but I feel like they do play teams pretty difficult. Pretty difficult. Um, but I actually took the Hawks money line tonight. I threw ten bucks on that. I think it's at plus one ten. I'm looking at, and I I just feel like Trey Young may have a pretty nice performance tonight. Maybe a thirty forty point performance in the Garden, and I think both of the teams have the same exact record too. It's a very similar situation to the Kings and Hornets. Interesting perspective. It's our first garden spotlight. That is. I now that I think about it, I don't think that's been brought Never up. Never talked yet. about it. No, that's a good perspective. That makes me rethink that entire thing. Because they're both six and twenty one, both at the bottom <laughs> of the Eastern Conference. It's that's a battle tough. of wills at this point. Um I think I like your your uh logic there. I'm gonna probably go with the uh Hawks. Hell yeah, let's go. Hawks Nation stand up. <laughs> I'm even might they're plus two. I might just take the points too, just for fun. I may take the plus two and throw that in with the Hornets money line. Maybe get a little crazy there. Parsons out tonight for Atlanta. Knicks, we have Wayne Ellington out, Trier out, Reggie Bullock out. Somehow they got three shooting guards out, which I don't even know you can have three on a <laughs> roster. Um, but they're all out. You hate to see it. You hate to see it. Um, next up, we have the Brooklyn Nets versus the Pelicans. Um, this is a game that I have the Nets included into a parlay with the Lakers, and I took them straight money line at minus 130 tonight. Um, Tough game. I'm probably going to avoid it. Nets are overplaying. It's like the Patrick Ewing theory. The second Kyrie Irving went down, it looks like they played better. And I'd say the Pelicans are a feisty-ass team, dude. They are. They really are. And once they get Zion back, I feel like that's a, like if they had Zion, I for sure would be throwing my money on the Pelicans right now. But they are sneaky. I feel like Brandon Ingram's really coming into his own this year on the Pelicans and like really developing as a player overall. So I like Nets minus 134. Nets are right now the seventh seed in the Eastern Conference at 14 and 12. And the Pelicans are six and twenty-one, which is worse than I thought it would be. So the line right now is plus two for the Pelicans. I'm going to take the Nets with the money line at one thirty-four. We're on the same page on that one. Awesome. Um, and then my last, my last team that I'm including my three-team parlays: the Magic against the Jazz, and I'm taking the Jazz at home. Money line minus two seventy tonight. I just don't know if I trust that Jazz home squad. I know Magic have been playing tough this year, too. Like, anytime I watch the Magic play, I feel like they play teams really tough. They do. But also, the Jazz are 10-3 and three at home. Orlando is 4-8 and eight on the road. It should mean a Jazz victory. It should. And you it know should. what? <laughs> it's going to happen tonight. Okay. It's going to happen. Like it. So you're also taking the Jazz at home, or are you not? Oh, yeah. 
Okay. I'll take the Jazz at home. And then the last and final matchup, I know uh, just previously that the Suns definitely have a lot of players out tonight. Um, but they, the Suns play the Clippers at home. Lions at minus 13.5 right now, and then money lines minus 1,200 on FanDuel for the Clippers. I'm not even going to waste my time betting on this matchup, I don't think. The only way that it makes sense is if you're going to go with the point spread because that's the only time you're going to make any odds make sense. Devin Booker is out for Phoenix. It looks like for the Clippers, um, Lou Williams is a game-time decision. Um, but is that enough to like keep them from scoring 13 in a difference? I don't know. I think I would probably go... I'm the Clippers minus 13. Yeah, if I was to choose between the money line and the spread, I'm 1,000% taking the minus 13 and a half because I feel like if a Devin Booker is out and they're missing all those guys and the Clippers at least have Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, 13 and a half, I feel like it's plausible. Yeah, I agree. Lou Williams is also uh, – um, so, I mean, Patrick Beverly is also a game-time decision as well. I feel like he's been out a couple of games too yeah. recently. yep. But other than that, that's all we got on the NBA slate. Um, I typically don't bet college basketball, but who knows? I may, I may get a little college basketball fever when I'm uh, on the couch tonight watching games. May throw some money out there, but typically I'm just betting on the NBA. And I don't even know what the slate looks like tomorrow. Hopefully it's a little bit better of some games to choose from. Anything else you'd like to add? Yeah, I uh, so just for to kind of wrap up what I'm thinking, I've got Jazz – uh, money line at home. I got Hawks on the road for the the Madison Square Garden special. <laughs> I've got the Brooklyn Nets on the road taking on the Pelicans, and I've got Lakers on the road for the Pacers. That's a four way parlay right now. That's around a plus six fifty. So I like that. I like where that is, and I've got the Lakers money line straight up to win, and I've got all those bets also like singular. Okay. Um, the only two bets I have going on are Lakers, Jazz, Nets money line parlay. Ten dollars for two hundred and seventy odds for twenty-seven bucks, and then I just have Atlanta Hawks straight up for ten dollars and forty-five cents for eleven dollar and ninety-one cent payout. All right, all right. Well, talk to you soon, and we'll get back to you with another episode tomorrow.